1: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie.
2: From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month we're talking about movers and shakers, dancers, stunt women, martial artists, and other pioneering women who use their physical prowess to shake things up. Today we're talking about a classic American performer who dazzled the world with her talents for 65 years. From the vaudeville circuit to Broadway to the big screen, she graced every type of stage imaginable. Please welcome Ginger Rogers. Ginger was born Virginia Catherine McMath on July 16, 1911, in Independence, Missouri. The name Ginger originated early on when her cousin, who couldn't pronounce Virginia, referred to her as Ginger. It stuck. Ginger was the only child of William McMath and Leela Owens. Ginger's father left when she was young. Her mother then married John Logan Rogers and moved the family to Fort Worth, Texas. Although John never legally adopted Ginger, she took his surname to complete her stage name. In Texas, Leela worked as a theater critic. There, Ginger got her first taste of the magic of show business. While her mom worked, Ginger would wait in the wings, watching and learning all the songs and dances. She particularly liked a new step called the Charleston. At 14 years old, Ginger took what she'd learned and entered a dance contest. She won, starting her long, successful career. Under the guidance of her mother, Ginger toured the vaudeville circuit in an act called Ginger and Her Redheads. She sang and danced across the state of Texas and crisscrossed her way through the country. In 1928, Ginger and her first, but certainly not last, husband, Jack Culpepper, traveled the vaudeville circuit performing their act, Ginger and Pepper. Their marriage lasted just a year before they went their separate ways. In Ginger's case, that meant New York City, There, she made her Broadway debut at 18 years old. Her performance as an innocent young girl in the musical comedy Top Speed garnered attention, but it was her leading lady moment in the musical Girl Crazy that made her a sensation. With this newfound success came a Paramount Pictures contract and several big screen appearances. Her first movie role was a small part as a society flapper in Young Man of Manhattan. One of her lines became a national catchphrase. Cigarette me, big boy. What? Cigarette me, big boy. Cigarette me. Paramount eventually released Ginger from her contract, and she headed west to sunny California. At that time, movie musicals were all the rage in Hollywood. So, as a young, versatile singer and dancer, Ginger was booked and busy. She got to showcase her talents. She could do song and dance, but she could also crack jokes and comedies and convey romance and dramas. 1933 was a big year for Ginger. She filmed four movies, 42nd Street, Gold Diggers of 1933, Sitting Pretty, and Flying Down to Rio, the last of which landed her in the arms of Fred Astaire. How much
0: does it cost to get home from here? Home nothing. I'd like to try this thing just once. Come on, honey. We'll show them a thing or
1: three.
2: Ginger and Fred didn't have a real-life romance. But their on-screen chemistry was undeniable. They danced like a duo who'd been doing so for years. Critics cast a doubt on her ability to keep up with Fred. But under his tutelage, Ginger honed her otherwise raw dance skills. By the time their second film, The Gay Divorcee, hit theaters, critics were quiet. Eventually, the saying became that she could do everything Fred Astaire could do, but backwards and in high heels. Between 1933 and 1939, Fred and Ginger made nine movies together. They lifted the spirits of the American people, struggling through the Great Depression. They taught movie audiences how to dance the Continental, the Roomba, and the Samba. They were magnetic. Director Garson Kanan described the magic of Astaire Rogers as not being able to be explained, but only felt. He said, They flirted, chased, courted, slid, caressed, hopped, skipped, jumped, bent, swayed, clasped, wafted, undulated, nestled, leapt, quivered, glided, spun, In some made love before our eyes. Dressed to the nines, Ginger and Fred effortlessly made dance floor magic in hit after hit. In the midst of this success, Ginger married and divorced her second husband, Lou Ayers. She would go on to have three more husbands, each marriage ending in divorce. Ginger wholeheartedly believed in the sanctity of marriage, but could never seem to get it quite right herself. In 1941, Ginger achieved a goal that many actors dream of. She won the Oscar for Best Actress for her role in Kitty Foyle. She kept her speech brief, but was sure to thank one person in particular, her mother. Ginger was one of Hollywood's biggest, most sought-after stars in the 1940s. In 1943, she was named one of the 10 highest-paid Americans. She used her fortune to buy a ranch in Oregon. Ginger loved the property. She spent her days there staying active by swimming, golfing, and playing tennis. Ginger closed out a decade of major success in the film industry with one last performance with Fred Astaire. In 1949, the iconic duo reunited, when Ginger stepped in for Judy Garland in a musical comedy film, The Barclays of Broadway. Ginger continued to make films through the 1950s and 60s, despite Hollywood being notoriously unwelcoming. The movies were not box office hits, but Ginger's drive never wavered. And in 1965, she booked the lead role in Broadway's long-running production, Hello, Dolly. While Ginger was light on her feet, she certainly wasn't light in her beliefs. Ginger was a proud Republican and a member of the conservative organization Daughters of the American Revolution. As a Christian scientist, she didn't drink or smoke. If you came to her Beverly Hills home, Ginger would offer you an ice cream sundae or a soda instead of a cigarette and a drink. As she got older, she believed Hollywood movies contained too many curse words. And she was scandalized by the popular dance of the 1960s, the twist, calling it vulgar and exhibitionism personified. Ginger was a performer through and through. She made 73 movies over four decades, and there's no doubt she would have kept going. When her failing health put her in a wheelchair, she still traveled around the country promoting her autobiography, Ginger, My Story. In 1992, Ginger received the Kennedy Center Honors for her lifetime of achievement, And in March of 1995, she made her last public appearance when she received the Women's International Center Living Legend Award. Ginger passed away a month later on April 25, 1995, at the age of 83. All month, we're talking about movers and shakers. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
1: iHeart.